1: justice, and the American way. Enemies of America, foreign and domestic, consider yourself unnoticed. Uncooperative Radio is coming for you.
3: The Uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner from uncooperativeblogger.com. You're listening on cooperativeradio.com. And I'm here with my lovely wife and producer, Susan. Say hello, Susan.
4: Hello, American Patriots.
3: All right, Susan, what are we talking about tonight?
4: Oh, we start the show with the pledge and an excerpt from Frederick Bastiat's The Law. What is the Supreme Court up to now? Because we didn't get to it. What's up with our schools? Because we didn't get to it. The news behind the news. Some Israel news and medical madness, if we get to it. You know they're calling, and I couldn't find the story. I found it yesterday, and they they purged it for some reason, and I forgot to put the link in my uh, links list. That um, they're calling for Netanyahu's recount for his election because he failed to get the party behind him. Uh, Are they taking a, a play out of our playbook over here?
3: Yes. They're doing a deep state on him, but that's because you don't understand. They have a parliamentary government. You have to form a coalition government. If you can't, then you can't run the government. So you don't win.
4: I'm glad you explained that because I had I was completely confused.
3: Yeah, you you can't. He doesn't have his party isn't isn't enough for a majority. So. Although that party won the election, he's still got to make a coalition with one or more of the other parties. And, well, they blocked him. And yes, it is is like over here. They are doing like over here. You have to excuse me tonight. My goiter is bothering me. Obviously, they've angered it. (laughs) And my nose is all stuffed up, too. I don't know where that just suddenly came from right before the show. But we will endeavor to persevere. All right, Patriots, a hard face the flag. You don't have a flag, get a flag. Or make one. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I know, I sound terrible, sorry. From Frederick Bastiat's The Law. Thus, since an individual cannot lawfully use force against the person, liberty, or property of another individual, then the common force, for the same reason, cannot lawfully be used to destroy the person, liberty, or property of individuals or groups. Well, again, I, I would consider that misuse of the word cannot. Should have used the word should not. But because they do. The common force being uh, government. It should not lawfully be used to destroy the person, liberty, or property of individuals or groups. But uh, as you know, our government is still better than everybody else's government, but it sucks big time. And they do destroy the person, liberty, property of individuals or groups all the time. Now, do they, does it not? Let's not even talk about what they're doing to what the deep state's been doing. That's just over the top. Destruction of person, liberty, property of an individual or group. Group being anyone in Trump's orbit. But before that even, just the general use of course of force against individuals for redistribution of wealth, for instance. That's a no-no. But so many people are for it. It's got to stop. That's why you don't understand. Let's get rid of that stupid uh, uh, electoral college. Just understand, there's no college. There's no physical place. Okay? The purpose is to give its state's power. In other words, even small states have a say in the election. You get rid of that, it's majority rules. We're not supposed to be in a democracy. Majority rules sucks. It's the worst form of government that can be created. I'm dead set against majority rules. That's mob rules. That's... Two wolves and a, she- and a sheep sitting around discussing what's for dinner. Get it? And these people that got you... Got some so many people just bamboozled into thinking that this is a good thing. Oh, my God. Trump didn't win the majority vote, so he shouldn't be president. That's not our system. I don't give a crap about the what people in California and New York think you shouldn't either oh but I'm from California and New York too bad Trump's gonna fix you good with the next census too that's why we're asking if you're a citizen or not you're no longer gonna get representation for having illegal aliens in your state feel me It's ridiculous. There are people up there in the House of Representatives that are literally representing people that aren't even citizens of the United States of America, and even worse, they're here illegally. They're criminals. Criminals are being represented in our government and voting and deciding budgets. Do you understand that? It's ridiculous. The border states are getting representation for illegal aliens. Criminals. All right, moving along. What is the Supreme Court up to now? From Fox News, the U.S. Supreme Court decided Tuesday not to take a case against a Pennsylvania school district that secretly implemented a program allowing boys into the girls' shower rooms. The fight erupted when officials in the Boyertown area school district in Pennsylvania allowed a boy who says he's a girl to use the restrooms and showers for girls based on his gender identity. That's it. Why are you people even have your? It's not. I can't believe to this day, you're still sending your kids to these places. Are you out of your mind? However, the district officials refused to let other students or their parents know that their privacy rights were being violated. Students who were 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 exposed to members of the opposite sex protested and eventually sued. School officials told those protesting the change to get used to it. The Alliance Defending Freedom, which represented the students, confirmed on Tuesday the court declined to take up the case. The decision leaves standing a lower court ruling that the Pennsylvania School District can disregard its students' bodily privacy rights. The Boyertown area school district secretly implemented the policy during the 2016-17 school year, ADF said. Some male students learned about it only because they were undressing in their locker room and discovered that a female student was changing clothes with them. Embarrassed and confused, the students sought help from school officials who told them they should just tolerate it and make it as natural as possible. One of those male students left the school entirely as a result. ADF's senior counsel, John Bursch, said students struggling with their beliefs about gender need compassionate support, but sound reasons, based on common sense, have always existed for schools to separate male and female teenagers in showers, restrooms, and locker rooms. No student's recognized right to bodily privacy should be made contingent on what other students believe about their own gender, he said. Because the Third Circuit's decision made a mess of bodily privacy and Title IX principles, we believe the Supreme Court should have reviewed it. But we hope the court will take up a similar case in the future to bring much-needed clarity to how the lower court should have handled Violations of well established student privacy rights. ADF explained the litigation as the result of the Obama administration's unilateral and extraordinary decision in 2016 to issue a written edict to public schools, which by fiat interpreted Title IX's sex discrimination provisions. No person in the United States shall on the basis of sex be excluded from participation in be denied the benefits of or be subjected to discrimination under any education program or activity but if this clearly says shall on the basis of sex not gender identity that does not apply ladies and gentlemen and again the judge was a moron and an ideological jackass it does not say the no person in the United States shall, on basis of gender identity, it says of sex. Sex is is a f- real thing. It is based on chromosomes. It is not based on what the person thinks they are. So Title IX law is clear. It is based on sex. Not. Gender identity and therefore does not apply, and therefore this this decision is ridiculous and by the way, it's always supposed to be an opinion, and you're not supposed to go to federal courts for stuff that has to do with the state but this is uh, uh oh, our public schools are federally funded, so blah blah, blah 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 but they're not supposed to be to require public schools to allow students to access bathrooms and locker rooms based on an individual's internal sense of gender. As a result, transgenderism also known as gender dysphoria was read into a statute written solely to address sex, not gender identity. Ah, oh, so the uh, so the attorney agrees with me. Smart guy. It's not really that difficult. It's the wording is actually clear. As a result, bathroom and locker room access in many public schools including in the Boyer Town Area School District became based on subjective feelings not objective facts or biology ADF explained President Trump immediately reversed Obama's orders but some school districts still are operating under the previous rules That wasn't a rule it was a freaking letter that was penned by the president He does not make law Scientifically, it's simple. Females are XX chromosomes and males are XY, and that is unchangeable. These types of school policies have serious privacy implications, said ADF legal counsel Christiana Holcomb earlier in the case. Teenagers should not be forced to welcome members of the opposite sex into their showers, restrooms or locker rooms based on what they believe about their gender or let's be let's be real you know you don't think some some boys are just going to say oh yeah i think I'm a girl just to go into just so they can change in the girls locker room all schools including bordertown area school district should be providing support for those dealing with gender dysphoria but they should seek to do so in a way that protect the privacy of all students. No, they shouldn't. You know what they should be doing? Sending them to a psychiatrist. When I went to public school, they sent me to a psychiatrist. I could never figure out why. The only thing I did wrong was defend myself and others. But they, they, had, they were starting that no tolerance, zero tolerance for violence crap back in the 70s. Well, at least we're in Long Island, New York. And I I refused to not be violent. (laughs) So I had to go see a psychiatrist.
4: He's talking about he beat up bullies. Right. Right.
3: Well, I defended other kids that were getting beat up by bullies. And, uh, well, they never... In the beginning, I defended myself against bullies. But I didn't have to do that anymore because they knew I could beat them up. So... They didn't pick on me or even try to fight with me. So I was getting in fights with them because I told them, uh, you're not going to pick on anybody. If I see you picking pick on anybody smaller than you, I'm going to kick the crap out of you. And I guess they didn't think I would do that. So they did and they kicked the crap out of them. They should have went to a psychiatrist because they had this overwhelming they overwhelmingly compelled to pick on people. They couldn't stop themselves it was like it was like an obsession with them
4: you know I think- and i met
3: so i met one of them later billy whalen he was a he was the big bully in, in uh in the class he was as big as i was and, and a little fat uh which he's very sensitive about for some reason and Paul's the last name was Whalen too so everyone would call him the whale uh <laughs> well the whale Uh, anyway, so, uh, you know, someone called him Billy Whale or something like that, Billy the Whale, and he'd go off on them and start beating on them. And so I'd end up beating on him. Oh, and it was no big deal. No one ever got any broken bones or anything. We were kids. We we weren't strong enough to actually do any damage. Bloody nose, a black eye, something (laughs) like that. That would be it. I mean, so, you know, they should have just shut up and left us alone. If the teachers just stayed out of it, the bullies would have stopped bullying. But they were encouraged by the fact that I kept getting into trouble. And I had to keep losing my privileges to have lunch recess and the out with the rest of the kids. I had to sit around and write, I will not, I will not, I will not whatever a thousand times. It never stopped me from doing anything, and why they just kept doing it? It was hundred, it was two hundred, it was three hundred, it was thousand, it was five thousand, it was ten thousand times. It didn't matter how many times they raised it; it didn't stop me. So I don't know why they just kept. I don't know why they kept doing it. Are you cold? No, not anymore.
4: It's very warm in here.
3: <laughs> I put it, I put it down to low.
4: I know fifty three degrees outside. I know. The the thing that I think but should this happen. this is stupid. The parents I think, should go to a psychiatrist. Oh, they,
3: the whole family needs to go to a psychiatrist, in my opinion. And we don't even believe in psychobabble. <laughs> well, they need to go somewhere. They're not going to go to a bar and talk to a bartender, so they got to go somewhere.
4: I mean, this is all—all all this crap that they're allowing their kids to say that they are—is child abuse. Well,
3: this is being this is being actually encouraged by the parents, I right? Know. So the parents need help too. Because uh, this is not this is not normal. This is why it's called dysphoria. You know what the word dysphoria means? It means dysfunctional. So it, gender dysphoria it's it's right in the term. It means it's it means it's abnormal. It means it's dysfunctional. It means they need help. It doesn't mean you encourage it. You don't encourage encourage dysphoria. You fix it. You don't encourage it. They're encouraging it. You're a boy, you're a boy, that's it. You discourage any behavior that is that goes against that. You don't encourage it. This is stupid. And again, I'd like to know, who is the person that's sexually abusing these children? Because somebody did in a family. Somebody sexually abused these children. Otherwise, why would they come up with this? I'm telling you right now, all homosexuals were sexually abused as children, uh, all these LGBTQ people, all sexually abused as children, they can't, pedophiles have all been. They homosexual. have come
4: out and said it, and I don't know if we did it on the show or not, but there was a whole, uh, there was a whole bunch of these transgender people that came out and said, once they got the, the change, they were miserable.
3: Well, there's a reason 50% of them commit suicide.
4: Well, the guy that I grew up with, he did.
3: Well, yeah. That's well, <laughs> well, a personal story, but it doesn't surprise me when b- about 50% of all of the ones who get the surgery end up committing suicide. Uh, and it doesn't ever make anybody happy. They think it will, but it won't because they're, it's, it's it's a mental disorder. You have to fix the mental disorder. Changing your body won't fix that. You're not, again, you're not helping anybody by encouraging homosexuality, encouraging transgenderism. All this LGBTQ crap is a mental disorder. They're not happy people, they're miserable. And it doesn't make it, no matter what they do, it, as long as they accept being a homosexual, they're not going to be happy. Stinky. That's from personal experience. I've known too many of them.
4: Yes, we have.
3: Not we, me. You weren't around.
4: I know, but I did too. (laughs) I wasn't around you, but I was around them. And then when I was with you, I was around them. You are around one. We lived next door to lesbians for five years. You, before me, were around one. That's not true. The guy from in New York when we lived
3: in Queens. I said before me.
4: Oh. Anyway. Yeah, we're we're not... uh, Homophobic, ladies and gentlemen. We've Brian has had a lot of of homosexuals in his life, including I, his aunt.
3: I, I befriended homosexuals. I I have no I I don't hate them at all. Oh no! I just feel bad for them.
4: And your partner, the one I threw up
3: against the. Well, that guy was obnoxious. He was a flaming homosexual. Yep. Actually, hit on me. Yep, constantly. At, at,
4: in New York City EMS. I had
3: I had to actually demand a go new to par- HR ad- demand a new partner. I had him kicked <laughs> off by ambulance. Yep. I didn't go to HR. There was no HR. Stop it. I just told the captain it, either he was gonna get him off the ambulance or I was gonna file a complaint against him for sexual harassment. And then he thought that was funny. And I said, You think that's funny? I'm gonna if if you don't get him off my ambulance, I'm gonna file an EEO complaint against you. What do you think of that? Well, then it wasn't funny. Because I was dead serious, and he knew it, so he got him off. the guy was a, the guy should have been fired he was a nightmare. he would go out and start fights on the street with people he'd try and act he try to do that black woman thing with the head back and forth and the snapping the fingers and stuff and getting in people's face and he was a wimp one time i just I just walked in the ambulance, locked all the doors, and left them out there. He pissed off a bunch of people, and I left him there. I was hoping he got his ass kicked. Sadly, he didn't. But, yeah, he got he got off the ambulance, and he became someone else's problem. I mean, he, came, he even came to work with mascara and blush on. <laughs> really? You look like an idiot.
4: Speaking of idiots, I'm going to push a button.
3: What? Why are you going to push a button?
4: Speaking of idiot.
3: Oh, you want to do an idiot button? Yeah. Right okay, here.
4: good. We have
3: yeah, thank you, tampon lady, Melissa Harris Perry. She's an idiot. Yeah, and this is what you're paying for. You're paying salary for these idiots, Th- these do these useful idiots, these doofus that run these public schools. You're paying their salaries. Why? Stop sending your kids there. Just stop. Eventually, they'll they'll have to close down. There'll be nobody there. Well, not enough to keep the doors open anyway. Now, I solved the bathroom problem and the locker room problem a long time ago on this show. Let's keep it simple. On the doors, uh, you put XX and XY. If you have XX chromosomes, you go through that door. XY chromosomes, you go through that door. I don't care if you think you're a boy or a girl or whatever you think you are, it's irrelevant. It is. It doesn't matter. It's just chromosomal. If you have those chromosomes, you go through that door. Simple. Now we're not. You can't bring up discrimination or anything. It has nothing to do with sex. It's chromosomal. Whatever you got, that's your. That's your door. Simple. Problem solved. Gets rid of the idiots that sue me. he, 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 he thinks he's a girl. Okay, he's crazy, but he has XY chromosomes, right? Right, okay, well, there's the door. XY, right there. It's not discriminatory. He has XY chromosomes, it goes through the door. XY. She, it, whatever you want to call it, it goes through that door. For goodness sakes, it's easy, it's biology, it's simple. Why complicate it? If they have a problem with boy-girl... Okay, I happy now? No gender involved. Here's another thing. If your kid's crazy, maybe they shouldn't be allowed in public school. I'm just saying. Homeschool, put them in private school, because if your kid's crazy, shouldn't be in public school. Ah. <sighs>
4: You know, it's almost the bottom of the hour.
3: So, go to a break. Okay. <laughs> but you already played the intro.
4: I know, I did. All right, hold on. Now, keep going. We got time.
3: You know, that was about schools, too. I don't understand why it wasn't in What's Up With Our Schools. Because
4: I put it in under the Supreme Court.
3: You should have mixed it. All right, What's Up With Our Schools. Uh, it's not our schools. For now, it should be What's Up With Government Schools. It's not ours. We we got parents are not in control. The government is. As you can see. Alright, from the Federalists, not my favorite site, by the way, because I don't like the Federalist papers, and I and the Federalist people don't really understand the Constitution. I've had to have arguments with them about it before. And they don't listen either. They just think Federal's papers are all they need to know.
4: I know you said it last show.
3: And you, you rail Federalist on the Federalist papers suck. You rail on me. <laughs> and I'm not gonna read the one that some attorney student decided he was gonna he was gonna translate it for us. So it's easier to understand. You know what the problem with translation is, right? It's it it, it gets filled with the bias of the person that's translating it. And he went to law school. No lawyer understands the Constitution. Not even constitutional attorneys understand the Constitution.
4: Okay, with that, then that, we're going to do this.
3: Fine, we're going to go to break. Ten so, Cooperative Radio Show. You stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. <music> Hi, this is Jeff Carlisi from the Band
5: 38 special. The mainstream media has failed the American people once again.
1: Internet radio networks like Red State Talk Radio will not fail you. Tune in 24 hours a day, studios A and B. Great conservative programming around the clock. Red State Talk Radio, the dominant force in Internet conservative talk radio.
6: I don't think so. Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 855-219-7934. 855-219-7934. That's
1: 800-378-3715. Attention business owners. We know that owning a business means getting things done right now. So if your right now list includes a new building, call the right now company. General Steel. We can design a building for your business quickly and save you thousands of dollars. That's right, thousands. You may think General Steel only builds large projects or that you can't afford General Steel quality. Well, check these prices. How about a 40 by 60 foot building for under $22,000? Or even a 50 by 100 for under $35,000? That's right, a 5,000 square foot building for under $35,000. And these buildings all have General Steel quality. Best of all, you can still order a building and have it delivered in time to build this year. How's that for right now so if your right
6: now list includes a new building call the right now company general steel 800-917-8251 800-917-8251 800-917-8251 that's 800-917-8251
2: 800, 910 800, 910 800, 910 Tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing vector vest system risk-free for 30 days for just $995. 80-958-0341. 800
6: 958 341 800 958 341 That's 800 958 341
3: Back to the cooperative radio show, hour half of one, and we're talking about government schools from the Federalist. Researchers, researches the Obama administration. Wow, the Federalists also don't know English. Not surprising. I don't know what's. I don't know what they were trying to say because this is the first three words of the article. Researchers the Obama administration funded to assist Common Core's rollout recently found, to their surprise, that under Common Core, U.S. student achievement has sunk. Hat tip, Lance Azumi. Contrary to our expectation, we found that Common Core had significant negative effects on fourth graders reading achievement during the 7 years after the adoption of the new standards and had a significant negative effect on 8th graders math achievement 7 years after the ad- adoption based on analysis of any NAEP composite scores the national association of education i forget what p was for Composite scores, the Center on Standards, Alignment, Instruction, and Learning, C-SAIL. Preliminary study said, the size of these negative effects, however, was generally small. But but wait a minute, it was supposed to be the end-all or be-all of achievement, not negative at all. I don't care how small it was. Again, I told you, they are taking young developing minds and remapping them as they're growing. By the time they're done with them, it will be permanent and unfixable. Congratulations, you have offered your children up on the altar of hell. The study found not only lower student achievements since Common Core but also performed data analysis suggesting students would have done better if Common Core had never existed. The achievement declines also grew worse over time. Study co-author Mengli Song told Chalkbeat, an education news website, that's a little troubling. Common Core is 640 pages of K-12 curriculum and testing mandates that nearly every state switched to between 2021 and 2013 under heavy federal pressure. Then-President Caesar Barackus Obamas, his education secretary Arne Duncan, and private financier Bill Gates promised the nation that overhauling what students learn and how it is measured would lead to student achievement gains. They're not interested in education, only indoctrination. I keep telling you people this. You don't listen unto me. It's not that teachers didn't work really hard to make Common Core succeed either, CSAIL's report says. More than three quarters, 76% of teachers surveyed, for example, reported having changed at least half of their classroom instruction as a result of the CCSS, and about 4 out of 5 mathematics teachers, 82%, and 3 out of 4 English teachers, 72%, reported having changed more than half of their instructional material in response to their CCSS. Between two-thirds and three-quarters of teachers also said in surveys that they thought Common Core benefited their students so while their perception may not match reality, it doesn't appear negative teachers. It doesn't appear negative teacher attitudes obstructed Common Core either. Teachers and school schools made massive, good faith efforts to comply with Common Core. The problem is that those changes didn't help kids. Last month, Sale, you would think you'd use the word children in an article instead of kids because kids. Or baby goats. Last month, CSAIL researchers presented their preliminary findings in this longitudinal study of student results from 2010 to 2017, the latest data available. The presentation included the graphs below, which I can't give you. The red dotted lines indicate how the researchers estimate students would have performed if the Obama administration had not imposed Common Core on the nation in 2010. Notice that in several cases achievement reversed under Common Core and in every subject studied students would have been better off if states had not adopted Common Core. The effects are small but in several cases statistically significant and so far we only have about four years of results for after Common Core fully moved into schools. Every state except four adopted Common Core between 2009 and 2013. And even those four shifted their curriculum and tests closer to Common Core. So, to compare results, the researchers grouped those whose curriculum mandates were more similar to Common Core before it existed. Then compared their results post Common Core to those of states who use curriculum mandates less like Common Core beforehand. Since there's no real control group available of non Common Core states, then this is about the best information we're likely able to get. These preliminary results are from one of four studies the CSAIL received $10 million from taxpayers to conduct federal grant ends next year. Of course, that's unconstitutional spending, which means researchers are nearing their final results. CSAILS staff and advisory board includes several well-known Common Core advocates. CSAILS is not the only study to find that Common Core has likely caused American students to learn less. The Pioneer Institute published dozens of studies by highly qualified authors arguing that was likely all before Common Core had fully moved into place. They were ignored and even derided because they were providing independent research contradicting the Washington, D.C. and long-standing American bipartisan groupthink that has driven U.S. education into the ground in the past half century. But even establishment researchers who cared more about data than narratives the precious few were skeptical early on. Notably, the left-leaning Brookings Institute published several relatively early analysis suggesting, then demonstrating that Common Core was at best not going to benefit American kids. There were early warning signs, too, of U.S. student achievement drops after Common Core and on a variety of tests. Former U.S. Department of Education official Z F Werman, for example, wrote in 2015, The recent 2015 NAEP, National Report Card National, results showed a first-ever significant decline of two to three points, about a quarter of grade-level worth in mathematics at both grades four and eight and in grade four reading. The declining was broad and deep in most cases with just a handful of exceptions, and even form- formerly excellent states like Massachusetts were not immune, but NAEP scores were, are only the most recent sign of decline. The ACT scores have been sig- stagnant in the last couple of years, but they show a slight decline since 2009. The SAT scores stayed level since two thousand seven until they dropped this year on both verbal and math. You know, the first thing what what's the temperature outside? i am <clears throat> gonna tell you I've been saying about uh reading comprehension problems in schools for decades. Go back to go back to phonics. That's how I learned and it works fabulously. I have excellent reading comprehension scores. Every test I've ever taken, off the charts. It works. So your kids in public school, shame on you. But at least invest in hooked on phonics, please. I don't forget all the other gimmicks out, the other ones out there. Phonics works. Get hooked on phonics for your kid, please. Otherwise, he's going to be another doofus that's turned out of college. That's a functional illiterate. We don't need any more functional illiterates. We've got millions of them. Uh, The SAT scores stayed level since 2007 until they dropped this year on both verbal and math. AP course taking in AB and BC calculus has been rising steadily over the years, yet the number of students who scored a passing grade this year three and above, has plateaued in BC calculus and actually declined in AB calculus for many demographic groups. Don't ask me what BC and AB mean. I don't know. They didn't exist when I was in school. They was just AP calculus. <coughs> Further, Common Core eliminated teaching of algebra in many middle schools in states where they were adopted... Really? How can you not know algebra and go on to learn trigonometry and geometry and calculus? Algebra is kind of necessary for for taking other science classes like chemistry. How can you not know? How can you not teach algebra? It's the first prerequisite in math. Wow, these schools are awesome.
4: I was going to say, how are these kids getting into college? If they're not learning...
3: They're all in it together, Susan. It's one big happy indoctrination center.
4: You know, we have already, in my estimation, three generations of doofus behind us. Now they're going to do three more generations behind them?
3: I would say everybody after our generation... Are doofus eye. It, I agree. It just gets worse and worse and worse and worse and worse each generation. It just does. If, in fact, to some extent, our generation would do for, they were. There was a large percentage of doofus eye in our generation. So, again, it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse, generation after generation after generation. So, millennials, don't feel bad, you know, you get made fun of you're you're just the latest iteration of doofusai that is being spit out of the indoctrination centers. It it started in the '70s with my generation. We we were the first like experimentation with all this nonsense, this touchy feely left wing kooky stupidity. And and they just kept increasing it every generation, and that's why every generation gets worse. And sadly, because though parents. Gave a crap. Uh, you got what you got. And I highly suggest you have the internet. I know the other problem is that you're lazy. <clears throat> I suggest you educate yourself because you didn't get an education. I don't care what degree you've got. You're uneducated, you're miseducated. You need a real education. Do it yourself. I did. I didn't go to college for U.S. history. I studied it myself on the Internet. And I got a superior education than you will ever get in college. I don't care if you get your Ph.D. in U.S. history. You still won't know as much as I do. And you won't know the Constitution at all. You just think you do. And that's really dangerous. When you think you know something and you don't, that's the worst. All right, further, Common Core eliminated teaching algebra. Wow. Supporters argued that they will offer acceleration to Common Core's slowed down progression where needed. Yet recent NAEP data shows that nationally teaching algebra in grade 8 dropped from 33% to 29%. The first drop in 10 years. In 2017, I wrote about U.S. students performing sliding post-Common Core on a well-known international test. International test results released this week show U.S. students losing ground on yet another measure in the Common Core error. Reading test results for fourth graders. On the progress in international reading literacy study, see when I went to the school, they were actually gaining in reading it's, it's yeah see even it i went it's, it's because my mother was a single mother when I lived with her occasionally <clears throat> I was sent to mark Country daycare center in the summertime, which was a school, <laughs> so I went winter and I went through the summer. As well as the winter, and they had a reading program that was based. It was color coded. You started with the this color, and you would end with that color, but you worked your way through the colors by reading the books in the boxes that were color coded, and you had to start with the first book and read your way through. And each time you got, it was great for me because I was very motivated. I'm very motivated to get through things. I always want to get done as fast as possible and i did get i did get done faster than anybody else but when you get done reading th- through the whole series you know really you have excellent reading skills <clears throat> well, they don't do that anymore why not again why they don't teach phonics well, sounding out words they don't teach that Brian,
4: when you and i were growing up before we even went into school we already knew our alphabet we knew how to write we knew basic okay, reading
3: but not everybody because I—that's why I got in trouble in kindergarten. Because I was bored to death. I knew how to—I knew how to—I knew the ABCs. I knew how to write my name. I knew my—I had a—I knew my address, my phone number. I knew—I knew how to, how how to read basically. Not—I knew how to basically read. Right. Exactly. But none of the other kids did, <laughs> or, or very few of them. So I'm they're sitting there going doing the ABCs and I'm like, Are you kidding me? Can you imagine a kindergarten male kindergarten kid sitting quietly in class while they go over something as as inane as the ABCs that you already know? That's asking a lot of a kid. They should have just let me go home. You know what, you to so look through the ABCs, you just go home. They did actually want to put me ahead of grade. But my, my parents wouldn't hear of it because they're afraid it was just going to cause me all kinds of problems. Because the other kids were older than me, blah 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 blah. Would have been a good would have been a good thing for me because I was bigger than everybody anyway. So
4: yeah, they wouldn't even. And both my they, they
3: could I wouldn't have been able to beat everybody up. They would have beat me up.
4: Well, and my siblings, both of them, my sister and my brother, they got held back. That there was a time when you got held back,
3: and those kids end up being bullies usually. Because they're bigger than everybody else and but, older.
4: Uh, but it really, it helped them. I mean, it really did. Of
3: course it does. Why Why graduate someone that hasn't even learned what they're supposed to learn to graduate to the next level? <clears throat> you, gotta, you know, it should be based on that you need to know this before you go into the next level. Call it whatever you want. Next grade. You need this before you get that. If you don't understand this, you're never going to get that. So you need to stay here till you understand this. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, poor people can't afford tutors, so you hold it back. If if you can afford tutors over the summertime, okay. Well, we'll we'll revisit this in sort a of test at the end of the summer. You know, if you can pass the test, you know the material, then you you can go into the next grade. Fine, but you know, poor people don't have those kind of resources, so. Especially back then,
4: you know, and it's amazing how how education has changed. Because I went to Catholic school, you went to private school. I um, went to Catholic school too
3: for one year. Well,
4: I went for eight.
3: Well, I'm sorry, I, I I was not putting up with teachers hitting me with rulers. It wasn't working.
4: Yeah, my brother wouldn't couldn't take it either. But anyway, I had gotten bone and we were poor. Okay, we were definitely we were. Poor, the poorest yes, people in and the neighborhood. Even
3: poorer because your parents are paying for Catholic Private school. school. How many children? Four. Yeah, four, four. That's a lot of money. I well, know.
4: they did the they I did know. this thing like the Montessori yep, school for us
3: too. That was two thousand six hundred dollars a year per child four, times four, and for a hardworking. You know, my poor dad, family Yeah, my
4: dad works that's two jobs, job, seven that, days a
3: week That's a lot of money
4: But anyway, when I got mononucleosis, I was out of school
3: oh, plus uniforms
4: Well, we got those at the thrift store
3: But you had to pay for them You still had to pay for them
4: I know, but we got when it When you're poor,
3: it hurts, man That's a lot of money
4: Yeah, well, my dad it, And I couldn't
3: get it at the thrift store because nothing fit me
4: No, and I still can't get anything for you at the thrift store but anyway, when I got mononucleosis, I was bedridden. I was bedridden for 3 months going on 4. They were looking at 6. And my teacher in Catholic school came over to our house. Pay attention. And to and did lessons with me so I wouldn't be held back.
3: That's good. Like I said, if you can if you can learn the material, then you can move ahead, but if you can't, then I you mean, have she to stay it, back. She
4: did it on her own time. That was very nice of them.
3: Those are those are how teachers should used to be. You hard pressed to find teachers like that anymore. Hard pressed for numerous reasons because if they're a public school teacher, the union probably doesn't allow for it. You can't do that because then you're taking away somebody else who would get paid to do that. You see. So you're not allowed to do that. But I got to go. <laughs> See, I, I got to go to break. See you on the radio show. You stay tuned cuz we'll be right back. Well, I think my
8: dogs are Democrats
5: and it breaks my heart to have to say An ugly thing like that But there's a big old pile of evidence That all points towards the fact
8: My dog might be a Democrat
5: i pay for all his health care And I buy everything he eats I provide him with a
2: place to live Just to keep him on the streets
5: But he just acts like he's entitled Even trying to unionize That I keep on display And every time Ben Gazi's on TV He looks the other way What the difference
8: at this point does it make? I
5: know he's a liberal Even if... Did it? He got no papers, and what really gets my goat is if he could find a ride to town, well, I know they'd let him vote. Well, sure, we've had some good times, and he's been fun to have around he ever barks about my right to bear arms I'm gonna have to have him put down <laughs> Who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? I pay for all his health care And I buy everything he eats I provide him with a place to
8: Wealth, government health, flea-bitten, Democrat. Dang it.
4: Do you know a soldier in need of an angel? Would you like to be an angel to a soldier in need? Then you should visit www.soldiersangels.org. Since two thousand three, Soldiers Angels has supported thousands of American service members stationed wherever we raise our country's flag, and the number is growing daily. They also work with our wounded soldiers, giving them backpacks filled with needed items, personal visits, phone calls, etc. Additionally, they send our thanks via letters and email to the military of Great Britain, Poland, and Australia who served by our soldiers' side in Iraq. Soldiers Angels are dedicated to ensuring that our military know they are loved and supported during and after their deployment into harm's way. So sign up to be an angel today, or send an angel to a soldier in need. Visit www.soldiersangels.org. This has been a public service announcement from the Uncooperative Radio Show.
3: Back to the Uncooperative Radio Show, hour two.
4: You know, I know you don't like this site, but I'm very glad that they're bringing this out about Common Core. This is extremely important. You know, uh, I, I,
3: I actually know the people. I like the people in this site. I really do. They're good. They're good folk. They're just a little misled at times. <clears throat> but no, they are. They're good people. This, I'm glad
4: they're bringing this out. And you know what, Brian? Again, there's so much stuff going on. We haven't mentioned Mueller once.
3: Ah, you did it, you (laughs) idiot. No, I'm not. I'm tired of hearing about it. I I, I tried to check in on talk radio the last couple of days to see if there's anything interesting they have to talk about. There's nothing. Nothing. Just talking about Mueller, 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 blah, 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 blah. The whole same stuff over and over and over again. Investigations, Mueller, 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 Democrats suck, blah, blah, blah. All right, I, I, I don't care. I'm tired of hearing about it. The whole thing is nonsense. I have no interest in hearing anything more about it. I can't. There's nothing more to be learned as far as I'm concerned. It is a giant mess. There, it is corruption beyond belief. And there is no end to how deep this goes. Let me know when Barr releases the evidence from his investigations. Then we can talk about something. Right now, it's all it's the same crap over and over again. I can't take it anymore. Enough. There's other news out there. As you can tell, ladies and gentlemen, you're getting this on any of the other talk radio shows, are you? No, because they're too busy. is that, that story is the most... No, it isn't. They're distracting you from all of the other stuff. That's not a good thing. Look. The Mueller stuff isn't out there, okay? Barr's doing investigations. The Democrats are over the top. They're going crazy. They're not going to stop. They're, they're trying to find a way to make a, make an argument for impeachment. And that's all that's going on, and blah, 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 blah. And they're trying to undermine Trump at every turn. That's it. That's what's going on. They're trying to deflect because they know Barr, if he, get, if he doesn't invest, if he's allowed to do the investigation, is going to uncover all the corruption in the Democrats. That's that's the bottom line. That's the underlying thing nobody's telling you. That's why they're insane. It isn't politics. It isn't they just want to get rid of Trump. That was before. Now what they want to do is get rid of Trump and and everybody that at Barr and everybody that was going to investigate them because they're guilty. You get it? They have to stop the investigation into them. They're guilty. That's the real story. That's all you need to know about all this circus and going up there. It's it's just a circus. It's entertaining, and it, once it starts getting boring, it's time to tune out and and just just let it go. Don't don't forget about all this other important stuff we're talking about. All right, my voice is going now. Great. All right, uh, we're talking about international test results on Common Core. Uh, On the Common Core Era reading test results uh, for 4th graders. On the Progress in International Reading Literacy Study, a comparison given every 5 years in 58 countries, U.S. 4th graders dropped from 556 in 2011 to 549 in 2016 out of 1,000 possible points. This caused the United States to drop from 5th on the international comparison to 13th. You do know... Once upon a time, for a very long time, for most of our history, we were number one in math, science, and reading. Even though the decline was within the margin of error... Oh, I'm sorry. This caused the United States to drop from 5th on the international compared to 13th. Even though the decline was within the margin of error, i.e. not statistically significant, the decline was even more pronounced among the lowest performing American students. On this test, U.S. students have made no statistically significant improvement since 2001. In 2018, I wrote about SAT and ACT college entrance, entrance exam results post Common Core. ACT scores released earlier this month show that students' math achievement is at a 20-year low. The latest English ACT scores are slightly down since 2007, and students' readiness for college-level English was at its lowest level since ACT's creators began measuring that item in 2002. Students' preparedness for college-level math is at its lowest point since 2004. SAT scores also dropped post-Common Core until it fully implemented a new version tailored for Common Core. How convenient. Even after the test was overhauled to match Common Core, average test scores increased by 0.7% in the most recent results. It represents almost no difference to pre-Common Core results, and the public can't know exactly how the scores were recentered and altered either. Research shows that student achievement is directly linked with state and national economic health. Students' performance on math tests is a strong predictor of the state's growth rate in GDP. Per person, finds a 2016 Harvard University study. It found that improving U.S. students' math achievement to just the basic level on the nation's report card could boost the U.S. economy by trillions of dollars long term. So Common Core may have cost the U.S. economy by depressing American kids' math skills below what they would have been if the states had refused to adopt Common Core. <clears throat> U.S. Education Elevating incompetence since 1965, CSEL co-director Morgan Polakoff, a widely media-quoted Common Core proponent, told Chalkbeat about his center's results that the challenges in studying whether the Common Core worked are steep. I think that this question is more or less impossible to answer, he said. Back in 2015, Common Core Math co-author Jason Zimba said something similar about his own work. Common Core Math is the stupidest thing I have ever had explained to me ever in my life. Bill Gates also admitted the same thing years after he used his mega billions and elevated social position to convince and fund the Obaminous administration to muscle Common Core into schools. Quote, It would be great if our education stuff worked, but that we won't know for probably a decade. Obaminous is still considered a scandalous president despite his administration's linchpin efforts to enforcing this scam on American families, teachers, and kids. Scandalous, trice Scandal failed. His abominous administration was full of scandals. Why is it considered scandalous? Because he keeps saying it? Wake up, America. Pay attention. His administration was nothing but scandal. What is wrong with you? Look, Common Core costs taxpayers billions of dollars, teachers and students millions of hours, and possibly the U.S. economy and plenty of students' achievement. People will say we have no idea whether something like that costs billions of dollars and hours of teacher and student's time will work should lose all credibility and never be allowed near any position of power over other people's children. Yeah, and you should stop using Microsoft. Instead, they fell upward. Dozens of people who created and pushed Common Core are laughing all the way to the bank having cashed in their positions on the project for massive resumes and salaries. Dozens, if not hundreds, of vocal Common Core aiders and abettors hold positions of power throughout state education agencies, the U.S. Department of Education, education media and foundations, and teachers' colleges nationwide. Is anyone ever going to drain this swamp? Uh, Trump's trying to. Want to get on board with that, Federalist people, or are you never Trumpers? I said it when it was first brought to light and I'll say it now. Common Core should not be allowed anywhere near children. Common Core should not be allowed anywhere near anybody. Common Core should be a laughing stock and anyone that says it's worth using or created it should be a laughing stock. And the Department of Education doesn't educate so it should be abolished. There you go. But you just keep on funding it. Go ahead. Listen to Melissa Harry Paris and put more money into it. We didn't put enough money. We put more money into education in any other country in the world, and we got crap for it. Money isn't going to fix a damn thing. Nothing. It just makes people in these political circles have make lots of money. That's what it does doesn't help the children get educated. They're not even interested in educating children, you doofus eye. that They've said that since the 1820s. They're not interested in educating children. So they've never been interested in educating children. And you're throwing money down a deep hole. All it does is it's money laundering. All these people that push Common Core now have jobs in the Department of Education making lots of money from you. It's your money. And it doesn't work, and anybody with at least an IQ of mine, whatever that is, should know it wasn't going to work. I knew it wasn't going to work. I could tell it wasn't going to work. I know it does work. Because when I learned math and science and English, it all worked. All we had to do was go back to the way we taught back then. It all worked. we go back to the way we taught when we were founded. Everybody was highly educated. Everybody knew math, science, reading, writing. Everybody knew all that stuff. Everybody, even even slaves.
4: Thank you. I was just going to say even slaves. And
3: yes, women, before you open your... Oh, yeah. Before your women mind goes crazy out there, you liberal progressive morons. Look,
4: when we are going to go back to doing the Women of the Revolution, Deb and I were astounded by high... How highly educated women were. There was a 16 year old girl down in South Carolina that ran four plantations. Four! She was the manager because her father was in the, uh, what do you call it, the Continental Congress. So she had to do math. Benjamin Franklin's wife, while he was overseas, she ran all of his businesses. Yep. The thought and and the the people saying to us women that we never we 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 needed women's rights. No, we already had them. It would have happened organically.
3: Women had rights.
4: They did, and they owned property.
3: And in many states, any woman that owned property could vote. Could vote.
4: And Montana was the first state to ever have a woman representative in the state house. Montana.
3: Oh, and there were black people in the state. Yep, in the state government, legislative yep. branches. I mean, I mean a lot.
4: And when Tocqueville, uh, how do you say his name?
3: De Tocqueville.
4: When he came over here, he Alexis
3: was sh- de Tocqueville.
4: He was shocked. How well educated? No, he was
3: amazed.
4: How well educated everybody was? It
3: was yeah, I was quoting him when he said that every man, woman, and child, slaves, knew reading, writing, and arithmetic. That, that was didn't not happen. that was unheard of in the world in
4: Europe. Yeah, no, no, only rich people, only nobles.
3: Right, and now what do we got? A bunch of illiterate people. Yep. So we've come so far. All all the things that the progs have been doing is, has really gotten us places, hasn't it? I keep telling you, we're on the road to serfdom. Just keep marching.
4: Well, that's the same thing with the courts, Brian. That's why I brought that piece up with the court. Everyone's running to the courts. The, the founding fathers hated the courts. Because that's
3: the way things have, have, been, have been rigged now. It's been rigged now. Everyone accepts that that's the courts are the, are the end all of everything. Whatever the courts say goes. If there's, a, if there's a disagreement, the courts will settle it. That's not how it's supposed to work. The courts don't decide legislation. It's not their job. Not on Not in the Constitutional Republic. No, it's not. They stole that power. We didn't give it to them. They stole it. We got to take it back.
4: And I say what you what you and I talked about a couple of times off air. I say what they used to do. The, the, the courts used to, like, go on horseback around the country. You mean ride circuit? Yeah.
3: <laughs> yes, but we didn't need all these federal courts either no. because uh, all these district courts, they're not the appellate of the state Supreme Court. No, they're not. And no, no, the Supreme Court is not the absolute appellate of the state Supreme Court. That is misread. Again, you have to understand the language. It is the absolute appellate in their jurisdiction in Article 3, Section 2. If it's not under the jurisdiction stated in Article 3, Section 2, they are not the absolute appellate. They're not the appellate at all. They have no jurisdiction at all. They have very limited jurisdiction within the United States. Their job is, is foreign, as is all the national government. Their focus is foreign not domestic, under the Constitutional Republic that we don't live in. I love hearing people say, oh, we still live No, really. No. Constitutional Republic, show me state sovereignty. Go!
4: That's one thing that I do have to say. I have to give a hat tip to um, Mark Levin. He says we live in a post- uh, oh, finally! Yeah, yeah. He says, "Yeah, we're, we're oh, not." Oh, he's living. only about
3: ten years behind. He's me. not.
4: We're not living in the in the republic. We're post. Of course, con-
3: we're not. And he still believes in his stupid liberty amendments, doesn't he?
4: Anyway, the other thing that I wanted to bring up—they don't work. They won't
3: work. <laughs> they will destroy us.
4: The other thing that I wanted to bring up is, uh, well, no, let's go ahead. No, no, no let's go with this.
3: Okay finally i get to read it before you talk about it yeah mm. all right from the washington examiner <clears throat> mm. portland state university will not be offering a conservative political thought graduate course this fall despite one professor's desire to teach it professor bruce Gilly. Proposed to teach the course, but it was rejected by PSU's graduate council on the grounds that the material was not inclusive enough. Oh, do you teach any progressive thought? Because that's uninclusive either. Gilly argued that the material would represent a broad diversity of voices and be culturally responsive. But the council said the application answers did not support the university commitment to access and inclusion, According to an email from the Curriculum Coordinator, Gilly has taught the same conservative political thought course twice before, but under a different course number, which is associated with selected topics, meaning the subject rotates each semester. Gilly's proposal would have made the course more permanent. Can't do that. It is a crucial missing part of the political theory offerings of the department, Gilly wrote in his application. The enrollment has justified a permanent course number. Current course offerings in the department, as well as relative normative courses in other departments, tend to downplay, indeed generally ignore, conservative normative arguments except as objects of ridicule, Gilly wrote in a section on potential overlap. This is not the first time the school has disrespected Gilly. Portland State University investigated Gilly for writing a defense of colonialism. Uh, again, the the left does, likes free speech as long as it's their speech. If it's not their speech, they don't believe in free speech. It's odd how they use the term free speech because. It's supposed to be broad, not selective. I find it odd. I'd like to hear his defense of colonialism. Be interesting. nobodys I've never heard that before. Probably make bobbinus's head explode, which is a bonus. Well, he's very anti-colonial. You expect any... Most colleges, to allow any conservatism on campus, you're crazy. It's run by a bunch of progs. Progs don't want... They want to shut down and silence conservative speech. Many of them have actually come out and said it.
4: You know, and it's really sad because... Because
3: conservative speech is hate speech, see?
4: And, and it is very sad because our founding fathers like uh, Winthrop what was his first name?
3: He was a preacher.
4: Yeah, he um he founded the college he was the black part of a robe No, 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 not him. That was a different one. He actually came from England because they had wanted him to uh head the College of Will- William and Mary.
3: Well, you're going to have to have a first name to differentiate between all the other Winthrops.
4: I know. <laughs> I know. He's like, they are They are pretty famous. But all these colleges, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, go to uncooperativeradio.com and download the Women of the Revolution. We did a lot of these colleges. They were first founded, these Prague colleges, by religious people, educated people, conservative people. They they never envisioned they would turn into this crap. There was no
3: such thing as liberal and conservative. Back, first of all, it's not liberal, it's progressive. Right. Liberalism was all there was back then. Liberalism is about liberty. liberty. Liber, so-called liberals nowadays are progressives. They're anti-liberal, not and liberal. And then
4: they're progressing us to serfdom. Correct. But, but back then...
3: We're almost there.
4: Back then... They,
3: <laughs> Yes, but the child just changed because they were taken over by progressives. There's, You can't say because they were founded by them it's going to stay that way. That's not how institutions work. They were taken over by people that think the opposite of the people who founded it, and they are what they are now. It doesn't matter who founded them at all. It's just sad. Again, they could be taken back by taken over by people that think like the Founding Fathers did. And then they can go back to teaching free thought, for instance. You can start teaching, you know, the thoughts of Aristotle and Socrates and beat up on Plato. And-
8: <laughs> beat him up!
4: <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's just sad. That's all.
3: The whole state of affairs in this country is sad, Susan. Trump's the only shining light in this place, and people want us to end it. Of course they do. We can't. We can't go back to being a shining light on the hill anymore. We got to. We got to be covered up again. I can't understand people that hate Trump. I really can't. Other than the Pragues. I know what progs do because they're doofus, they want their serfdom. They don't even understand they're working for their serfdom. All these talking heads on the networks, MSLSDs, Communist Newsday, they're not going to have a seat at the table if they think they are. They're not. They're going to be serfs like the rest of us. They'll, you know, they'll get a little extra because they'll, you know, they'll still have their job talking heads, but they'll be told what to say. They're already
4: told what they're to say. Gonna,
3: they're <laughs> not going to be up with the elites. They're not going to be up there with the big elites in the, in the, in the world government. No, that's not going to be who they are. They'll be above us, though. The regular serfs. It's all going to suck. It doesn't matter. And they're working hard at it, too. They don't even know it. They're, they're that stupid. They don't know it. They're useful idiots. They're being used. Because they're that stupid. Anybody that buys into progressivism is a moron. And the smart people that are pushing it are enslaving you. And they know it. Don't think twice. They know it. People like Chomsky knows exactly what he's doing. He's not a stupid man. He's a very dangerous man. And I constantly tell people that
4: We actually interviewed him
3: <laughs> No I didn't I read his book Oh you
4: read his book That's before
3: right Before I ever had a radio show Cause they Someone wanted me I guess It, it worked for Chomsky Or something a Publicist Wanted me to read And review the book I said fine I read the book And my review was Don't read the book Man This guy is dangerous He's very intelligent He knows how to use words He's a linguist you know what that makes him? A propagandist. He teaches the left how to message. He's a propagandist. His his degree is in ling is a linguist.
4: Linguistics.
3: He is in linguistics. But he is a <laughs> linguist. Yeah. And he's good at it. And but everything everything he puts forth is BS so i would i would, that was my review and the guy kept going what do you mean i just that's my review he's like well no you got to look Why? in what way details i'm like i'm not doing details i'm not giving him i'm not giving him in the time of day this is this is crap nobody should read it that's it goodbye not happy he was not happy about that at all i don't even give a crap Nobody should read anything by that man. It's all garbage. It's not worth reading. It's just pure propaganda and there's no substance at all. But people with that don't know any better will buy into his line of crap real simple real fast. That's why I said it's crap, don't read it. And with that, we're going to go to a break. It's the Uncooperative Radio Show. You stay tuned, guys. We'll be right back.
5: Thousand migrant caravan crossing Mexico, marching toward our border. Dangerous illegal criminals like cop killer Luis Bracamontes don't care about our laws. <laughs> America cannot allow this invasion. The migrant caravan must be stopped. President Trump and his allies will protect our border and keep our families safe. America's future depends on you. Stop the caravan. Vote Republican. I'm Donald Trump and I approve this message.
2: Tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing Vector Vest system risk free for 30 days for just nine ninety-five. Eight hundred nine five eight dollars 95
6: 800 958 0341. 800 958 0341. 800 958 0341. That's 800 958 0341.
2: Attention business owners. We know that owning a business means getting things
1: done right now. So if your right now list includes a new building, call the right now company. General Steel. We can design a building for your business quickly and save you thousands of dollars. That's right, thousands. You may think General Steel only builds large projects or that you can't afford General Steel quality. Well, check these prices. How about a 40 by 60 foot building for under $22,000 or even a 50 by 100 for under $35,000? That's right, a 5,000 square foot building for under $35,000. And these buildings all have General Steel quality. Best of all, you can still order a building and have it delivered in time to build this year. How's that for right now. So if your right now list includes a new building, call the right now company.
6: General Steel 800-917-8251 800-917-8251 800-917-8251 That's 800-917-8251
7: At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that
6: That's 800-378-3715. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. (laughs) I don't think so. Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 855-219-7934. 855-219-7934. That's 855
3: Okay, and welcome back to the Aguilar Radio Show. Our half of two. From the London Daily Mail. Three white female executives in New York Education Department were demoted in favor of less qualified people of color. A $90 million suit launched by the woman claims. The longtime officials say they were unfairly targeted as part of the department's crusade against toxic whiteness through its controversial racial equity plan. Louis Luis Louis Lois Lois. Lois Herrera started at the DOE in 1986 as a guidance counselor and worked her way up to lead its Office of Safety and Youth Development. In the suit filed Tuesday, she claimed she saw the culture shift when Mayor Bill de Blasio appointed Richard Carranza as the Chancellor of New York City's Public Schools in April 2018. By June, the Harvard graduate who was recognized in 2017 for contributing to the safest year on record in city schools was abruptly removed from her position and demoted three levels. The experienced official was replaced by Mark Rampersant, an African-American man who was demonstrably less qualified, according to the suit. Rampersant was reportedly ushered in without so much as a formal search or interview process. Herrera claims she was left embarrassed and forced to attend Rampersant's promotion ceremony. Her belongings were reportedly stuffed into boxes and stashed under a stairwell before she was transferred to an office in the Bronx. Herrera was never given any reason for her demotion, but claimed she was told, if you've been with the DOE for more than 20 years, you are responsible for the problem by LaShawn Robinson, the then executive director of DOE's Office of Equity and Access. Robinson, who is black, reportedly told white attendees at a training seminar they had to take a step back and yield to colleagues of color and recognize that values of white culture are supremacist. When Herrera was replaced by Rampersant, another plaintiff, Jay Murray, was told that she would now report to him. The move was seen as a demotion for Murray who was the executive director of the Office of Counseling Support Programs and had been with the DOE since 2006. Robertson justified the move as a move in a different direction, the suit claims. It wasn't long before Murray was demoted in other two levels, the documents claim. A third woman, Laura Feju, claims Coranza Car- Carranza, Went out of his way to promote a black woman who was far less qualified over her. When Carranza was appointing his first deputy chancellor, he tapped Cheryl Waston Harris without interviewing Feiju, who was her boss. Feiju was in charge of supervising all 46 of the DOE superintendents, whereas Watson Harris didn't have the necessary license to be first. Deputy Chancellor. Carranza went out of his way to create a transition period so the underqualified worker could obtain it, the filing says. Feiju was then demoted further when nine employees were promoted into a new role of executive superintendent. None of the new executive superintendents were white, and all were now above Feiju. The three executives declined to comment through their lawyer, Davida S. Perry. But in the filing, Perry wrote, under Carranza's leadership, DOA has swiftly and irrevocably silenced, sidelined, and punished plaintiffs and other Caucasian female DOE employees on the basis of their race, gender, and unwillingness to accept their other colleagues' hateful stereotypes about them. A fourth white DOE employee with similar claims may also file a similar suit. In a statement, Perry told the New York Post, as opposed to being assessed by the results of their actions, our clients were removed from their respective responsibilities and replaced by less qualified or not qualified individuals due to their gender and or the color of their skin said Perry in a statement. The Department of Education responded to the Post on Tuesday with the same statement it gave two weeks ago when asked about the race issue. We hire the right people to get the job done for for kids and families, and these claims of reverse racism have no basis in fact, it repeated. The Department insiders say that under Chancellor Richard Carranza, who was appointed by mayor Bill De Blasio administrators are subjected to endless lectures and workshops critiquing whiteness and attempting to root out white supremacy in the workplace the doe has contracted pacific education pacific educational group incorporated for $775,000 to run workshops about racism in the workplace, paying out five hundred eighty-two thousand six hundred three dollars so far. The company defines whiteness as the component of each and every one of ourselves that expects assimilation to the dominant culture. You know, I heard, I, I read into this stuff in the ghetto with uh, black pe- black people, and the object, the thing, the whiteness thing is pretty much. Having a job and being successful at, at and doing a job well as whiteness, so the opposite of whiteness would be not doing a job well um that kind of culture doesn't actually get the job done now does it?
4: Yeah but they're eating their own, Brian. No,
3: they're not. these are white people.
4: No, I understand that, but they're women. What about but, the war on but, women? No no,
3: it's all about race. and by the way, their last names are not white. they're Hispanic. but, but they're, they're white Hispanics they're white Hispanics <laughs> like me. By the way, black people hate Hispanics too. just so people that might not know that being a ghetto medic for many years in New York City, uh, there are no more racist people than black people. They hate Asians, whites, and Hispanics, and homosexuals, just so you know. So, uh, And now the new thing is accepted by the left is white toxicity is now in our government. The Department of Education is our national government. Again, why do we have the Department of Education? It doesn't educate anybody. The dominant culture. You mean the one that's successful? <laughs> There's been a lot of discussion of white supremacy and how it manifests in the workplace. Conversation about race and looking at how the white culture behaves. One white executive who received the training told the Post, one day we should do a whole thing on what what the, the, the lesson plan of, of white supremacy is. Because if... It's, again, undoing success is what they're doing. They're undoing success. That's white culture. It has nothing to do with skin color. It has to do with success. Like showing up to work on time. Uh Uh-uh. That's white supremacy. Working hard, white supremacy. Being educated, white supremacy. Speaking English well, white supremacy. Need I go on with this? This is all white supremacy stuff. In other words, success is white supremacy. Everything that leads to success is white supremacy. So basically, they want us to live in South Africa. How's that working out? Uh... I'm telling you, I listened to this crap before these terms were even invented. From ghetto people, telling, hating people because they had a job working for the white man. You're working for the man. It see, it's better to be on welfare in the ghetto and selling drugs than having a job. That's the white man's world.
4: You know, it's amazing. They the the progs and all of these. Racial idiots! They are seriously going Mm -hmm. after Ben Carson. Oh yeah! I mean seriously, I am.
3: Nobody how stupid it is. Omar is the dumbest. Is one of the low IQ of the the three stooges out there: AOC, Omar, and Tlaib Two Muslims and a doofus. Omar actually called Ben Carson dumb. Ben Carson is a brain surgeon.
4: Pediatric.
3: But he's a brain surgeon. <laughs> and he's the first one to successfully separate conjoined twins. twins at the head. The brain. First person ever to do that successfully. He's stupid. She's smart. Omar thinks she's smart, but he's stupid. The brain surgeon's stupid. stupid. The dumb Muslim is smart. To to The fact that she would call him stupid says it all. She's the idiot calling the brilliant one stupid. The man is brilliant. He's not stupid. Because he doesn't buy into dumb black crap, he's stupid. No, it's because he doesn't buy into dumb black crap that makes him smart. See, but his skin color doesn't get in his way. He doesn't think from his skin he thinks with his brain the thing between his ears his skin color is irrelevant to him as it should be to everybody but not to her the skin, see skin color is all that's relevant to her skin color and her stupid so-called religion and we allowed her in our government along with to it's bad enough we allow aoc at least she's not a muslim
4: the thing that kills me about all this and and i know we've said it over and over again if you're a conservative it doesn't even matter where you come from the man like you're saying is not only black he's like he's like a prog's dream he was he was born without his his mother poor. raised poor and his mother raised him alone the woman raised him alone this is a progressive dream no he sucks
3: no it's not a progressive dream because he didn't turn out to be a prog. He's an Oreo. His he's uh and they always love to throw this term around. And I love it when they do it, and Uncle Tom. It's like have you people ever bothered to read the book? You're too stupid. You don't do you even know how to read? No. Uncle Tom was a hero, you moron. He was a hero to Black He helped free. He helped fleeing slaves get to freedom. He was not, he's not a villain. He's not a bad guy. He's a good guy. Why do you call that derogatory? Why do you turn that into a derogatory term? And why haven't you caught on yet? It's been decades you've been throwing this term around. You think by now you'd figure it out that Uncle Tom is not a derogatory term. And so-called educated black people use it too. Who's that guy running for president, Cory Booker? He used it.
4: Oh God, he's an idiot. He's
3: an educated black man.
4: He's an idiot.
3: Anybody who's a Democrat is an idiot. Or just wants to enslave the rest of us. Or Endor wants to enslave the rest of us. Uh Hitler he might be running for president. Are you happy? I'm glad I don't hear. I I don't listen to anything where she speaks. I can't stand that woman's voice.
4: I can't stand it without a cortex. And I
3: hope she runs for president again. I really do. I want to see her lose again. But if she runs for president again, all those people in the primary—they're going to lose. They'll fix it just like last time.
4: I'm just the super
3: delegates will I'm, all be for Hillary. Nobody.
4: And I have to look up, like you said, we're going to have to do that. I week. want
3: to see Trump beat her again. I she will have a stroke and die. She will lose. <laughs> She's the most hated woman in America.
4: Our Montana governor, that little.
3: Oh, that little little Nazi of our governor. Yeah, he's running. Yeah, he's not going to winch crap. He...
4: God, I can't. He's like a little rat.
3: He's certainly full of himself, though.
4: That, that he
3: thinks he should run for president I know. of the United States. He, he should have never run for governor of Montana. I can't believe he won, he won twice. I don't believe he won. I think it was rigged because yep. I, I don't know. You know what the problem is here about that is too many people that vote D just because you got to vote D, they're for the workers, man. I'm serious. I have conversations with people, old timers here, that are conservative as hell. And then they'll go, well, you can't vote Republican, they're just for the rich people. you got to vote Democrat, they're for the workers. You do. I'm like, you do realize that the Democrat Party doesn't stand for one thing that you stand for. Nothing. Everything we talked about today over lunch, not one thing does the Democrat Party stand for that you talked about. Not one. And you're going to vote for them? Well, you got them. They're for the working man. Holy crap. No, they're not. They're for themselves. They use the working man, you doofus. Like they use black people. They're not for black people. They hate black people. Didn't you read the DNC leaks? They called them all kinds of names. They they don't they use black people. They call them they use homosexuals. They don't like them either. They call them all kinds of names. I mean, they hate homosexuals and black people and Hispanic people. All they want is their votes. That's why they never do anything for them. Donald Trump has done more for those people than the Democrats ever have, ever. It's amazing to me, uh, but there's no reach to those people. They don't educate. They just, they just, they're just stuck in the in that spot. There's no, there's no, there's no other spot. They're just there, and they're not going to move. You can talk to them, so you blue in the face, it won't matter. I tried. They just get really angry and violent. L- literally violent.
4: I need to push a button.
3: Push the button. Now have you ever stopped to wonder why the world's in such a mess? Why
2: there's so much mindless mayhem on the TV and the press? Why so many busy businessmen are snapping from the stress, And the rest of us are jogging from depression. Has it ever once occurred to you or ever crossed your mind that the problems of this nation are created by design? That no matter what... Patterns of
3: deception.
2: Since our eyes were first opened and our ears began to hear, they've been herding us like cattle through our fantasies and fears. They move us through illusion and confusion of the mind, and by changing subtle meanings to the words between the
5: lines, it's the news behind the news.
3: Okay, thank you, Call Clang Clang with a K.com. And of course, that means it's time for the news behind the news. From CBS SF, I'm sure that stands for San Francisco, (laughs) the occupants of five to six ramshackle tree houses built in a private industrial park near Stevenson's Boulevard and I-880 in Fremont are facing eviction. Of course, if you're not from San Francisco, you don't know what I'm talking about. Crews equipped with chainsaws and handsaws have begun clearing out the structures and cutting off limbs in order to make it harder to reoccupy and easier to spot the homeless who are taking refuge in the trees. They're about halfway through the line of more than 60 eucalyptus trees. Okay. Oh, don't cut down eucalyptus I, I, trees. I
4: know. This is the whole thing. Where are the, uh, the
3: Econopsies? No, the f- <laughs> it's ECO. Uh, but... You know, here's my thing. This is what I would do if it was me. <laughs> I would build a shower, a bathroom and shower place for them. And I'd give them paint to paint the tree houses with so it looks good. And if, and I'd give them things to do. I'd give them money, like, you know, just busy work, stuff that doesn't matter. And Brian, then give them some money for it.
4: Brian, it's so bad. There's so many homeless. So Oh, I know, all- but
3: I'm talking about the ones on my private property that they're already in tree houses. They're there. <laughs> I want them not to stink, so I'm going to give them a bathroom with showers and stuff like that, and a place to go to the bathroom. So, that- Again, they don't. They're stay. not
4: crapping on the streets like they're doing in the streets of no, San Francisco. No, they're not Francisco. crapping
3: on my property. They're on private property. I pay understand attention. that,
4: but they're crapping on the streets. I don't of San care Francisco. about the streets.
3: That's the I pay taxes for that. that's their problem. I care about my private property. I'm not cutting down my eucalyptus trees. Before I did that, I would get beanbag ammo for my shotgun. Thank and, you. And Those people would be off my property. But I would choose, if they if they built tree houses, that means they have they had, hey, they had the ability to build something. That's not normal homeless people. They don't really do that. I'm going to try to find a way to deal with it, rather than just, you know, try and put my head in the sand, um, cut down trees. You got all that property... Build up a place go to the bathroom, take a shower. Give them paint. Say, "Hey, paint paint your ha- tree houses so they look nice." Here's some Brian, here's some hunter green paint. It'll blend in.
4: Brian, you're paying taxes on that property to these people that care. are allowing them to do this.
3: No, it's my property. I'll decide how to deal with people on my property. It's my property.
4: I know, but the city allowed this to happen.
3: I don't care. I'll complain to the city all I want, but I'm not going to take it out on the homeless people. They're homeless people.
4: Where are they coming from?
3: They're everywhere. Where's Pohosi? But they, they, there's new job opportunities. so they, Everywhere but California, that's the problem. Look, California is causing their own problem. This is because of progressivism in California. This is because of the cost of housing in California. This is their own making. This is progressivism at work. Again, they're turning us into serfs. They have created all these homeless people that didn't exist before. These are not people, this is what I'm talking about. These are not the people that are just mental people with mental disorders and stuff that were homeless 40 years ago. These are just people that can't afford a place to live. Can't find a job in California. Okay? And specifically San Francisco, Northern California. They have this bigger problem in Los Angeles, California. That's what I'm saying. These, This isn't the normal. You think of homeless people, you're thinking of the this, this stuff from 40 years ago you're used to dealing with. These are people now that some of these people are families. They have no place to go. No one can afford to pay $2,000 for a one-bedroom apartment. I gotta go to a break and see you on Cooperative Radio Show. You stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. <music>
0: A lot of people refer to millennials as one of the most lost, confused, and unhappy generations. There are studies showing that they're less happy than other generations, but it is hard to predict deep, lasting happiness when a lot of millennials are still quite young. But at least we can see where they're headed. And I'm sorry to say it, but millennials, based on the research, you are being led to a life of unhappiness by a bunch of disingenuous liars and pathological altruists who disguise their bad advice as support of tolerance and freedom. Now, I'm a big fan of freedom, but I don't want to go into anything without being educated about it first. I think I should be free to go skydiving, but I should probably talk to an instructor. And of course, life is a bit different and more complicated, but when it comes to things that make us deeply happy, the majority of people are pretty similar. And we're lucky to live in a day and age where we have research and data that has surfaced, giving us guidance on what leads to a fulfilling life. And the life supported by that research is very different than the glamorous one a lot of us may picture. I'm sure many of us growing up remember the phrase, white picket fence in a dog named spot. It was always used as a derogatory term for a lifestyle deemed ordinary, dull, and conventional. But before this hip generation came about, for a very long time, that idea was not derogatory at all but in fact a dream held by many people and for good reason people had that dream because the traditions displayed in it were quite frankly the best way to historically have a fulfilling life But today, things have changed a bit. Being ordinary is just about the most horrific thing on the planet for hip millennials. So instead, we dye our hair, shave its sides, pierce our noses, ride in the streets, or join a cookie-cutter indie band to make up for our extraordinarily ordinary personalities. In fact, we're so afraid of what is deemed ordinary or conservative that... Being traditional is now kind of the unordinary. Being traditional may as well be the new punk. And at the moment, I'm hoping that punk makes a comeback because instead of finding meaning and freedom in our rejection of tradition, what we found and what we will find is a maze of confusion and unhappiness in it. This isn't just my opinion, it's backed up by facts. In Charles Murray's book, Coming Apart, he dedicates a whole chapter to what leads to a happy life. Now he gives a pretty fair definition of the word happiness. He distinguishes it from fleeting pleasure and would define it as consisting of lasting and justified satisfaction with life as a whole last
2: time i'm pretty sure what's killing the crops is this brondo stuff the brondo's
5: got what plants crave it's got electrolytes
8: so wait a minute what you're saying is that you want us to put water on the crops yes water like out the toilet
5: well i mean it doesn't have to be out of the toilet but but yeah that's the idea but brondo's got what plants crave
4: it's got electrolytes
5: okay look the plants aren't growing, so I'm pretty sure that the brando's not working. Now, I'm no botanist, but I do know that if you
6: put water on plants, they grow. Oh, well, I I've never heard. seen no plants grow out of no toilet. Yeah,
2: that's good. You sure
6: you ain't the smartest guy in the world? Yeah. <laughs> okay, look, y- you want to solve this problem. I want to get my pardon. so why don't we just try it, okay? And not worry about what plants crave. Brando's got what plants crave. Yeah, it's got electrolytes.
4: What
2: are electrolytes? And do you even know? It's what... They used to make Brando. Yeah, but why do they use them to make brown dough?
8: I don't care anymore because again, I'm at least trying, and they're not. So the power is in the person who's trying, regardless of the success. If you're trying, you've got all the power, you're driving the agenda, you're doing all this stuff. Like I just introduced Green New Deal two weeks ago. And it's creating all of this conversation, why?
4: Because no one else has even tried. Because no one else has even tried. So people are like,
8: oh, it's unrealistic. Oh, it's vague. Oh, it doesn't address this little minute thing. And I'm like, you try. (laughs) You do it. Cause you're not. Cause you're not. So until you do it, I'm the boss. How about that? You heard it here.
0: That's right.
8: talk
4: about you being the boss. Operation Homefront operates programs with the goal of making a difference in military family quality of life. They serve younger families of deployed service members, typically in the ranks of E1 through E6 in all branches of the armed forces. Operation Homefront provides a wide range of programs and is dedicated to helping the families our troops leave behind. For more information, please visit their website at Operation Homefront <music>
3: Welcome back to the Uncooperative Radio Show, Hour 3. Ugh. All right, back to the homeless people in the eucalyptus trees on private property.
4: <laughs> you know, I'm sorry.
3: It must I smell know. nice in the eucalyptus <laughs> trees.
4: Oh, and they might probably sleep good, too. Eucalyptus helps it's you ra- sleep.
3: It's restful. <laughs>
4: Ladies and gentlemen, that I'm laughing, but you know. Do
3: they have? Do they have those those
4: panda bears? I mean, uh,
3: that eat the eucalyptus. Koala bears. Moves? Koala, koala bears. bears.
4: By the way, um, kangaroos are dangerous. Just so you guys know,
3: they really do punch you. Dick. They
4: do. They are. They they attack you.
3: Oh, that'd be fun. I'm a martial artist, so I'd i I'd go out there. and Go, come on, guys, let's have fun. <laughs>
4: <laughs> They're what? not. They're not nice either. They, I don't not, care if they're nice. No, no, I don't want no, no. to be nice. No, not them, the uh, not the panda bears. What, the ones we were just talking about.
3: Kangaroos.
4: No, when the bears, the koala bears, they're not nice oh, either. You
3: mean panda bears?
4: No, koala. Koalas are nice. No, they're not. Yes, they are, as, no. as long as you
3: don't mess with them.
4: <laughs> they're not nice.
3: Everything's nice as long as you don't poke them. All right, crews equipped with chainsaws and handsaws have begun clearing out the structures and cutting off limbs in order to make it harder to reoccupy and easier to spot the homeless who are taking refuge in the trees. They are about halfway through the long line of more than 60 eucalyptus trees.
4: This is unbelievable. Neighboring
3: business owners, we talked that to death already. Neighboring business owners say the first treehouse went up in February and started multiplying over the next three months. The structures vary in size, complexity, and height above the ground. One is at ground level, while another is more than 30 feet up, accessible only by a ladder with sparsely placed rungs. Each treehouse displays a fair amount of carpentry know-how, utilizing joists to support the floor below and straps to support the structure from above. It also appears the builders have access to power tools. See, these aren't your normal homeless people. These are people who know how to build things, and they can't find a job. That's, what my, that's my point.
4: Yeah, because illegal aliens. I'd give,
3: I'd give them a job. i give them something to do. I'd let them stay there. I'd give them facilities. Trust me, it's the way to deal with this.
4: Illegal aliens are taking all the jobs. I'm sure
3: they are. Mark, who identified himself as a transient but declined to give his last name, said he was been storing his belongings in one of the tree houses for about a month. Despite being attacked and bitten by rodents and other insects that infest the tree and inhaling fumes from the nearby wood roofing factory, he prefers the trees over the street. I think it's a good idea, actually. I think it's actually something that people would benefit from if we had the right knowledge of trees, said Mark. (laughs) While the new residents are comfortable with this roof over their heads, some neighbors are not so happy. A woman named Jane, who didn't want to be identified, said she works next door to one of the treehouses. She said several of the company cars have been broken into recently, and she worries about their safety. It doesn't mean it came from the people in the treehouse. I would say more likely it came from those that live on the street. What is the news behind this news?
4: San Francisco?
3: Progressivism sucks. (laughs) While the new residents are comfortable with this, where was I? Uh, There's a lot of us women who work here late, so I'm worried that I could be in danger, she said. Yeah, you should really hate that you live in a place that disarms you. Dumbass. Fremont police say they responded to at least one call recently at the site. The resulting action taken after that visit was not immediately clear. Again, they're human beings. I, You know, your stupid progressivism caused all these problems. Here's an idea. How about you wake up, or as you say, become woke, to the fact that progressivism sucks Conservatism works. Less government, more jobs. Less homeless people. See how that works, Brian? The people
4: of San Francisco voted in Pajosi It's just how over and over and over again
3: because they live in uh, they live in the land of denial. No matter how much progressive ideas fail, they don't fail. It's not that progressive ideas fail it's that they're somehow conservatism leaked into it and ruined it i i can't these people are brain dead they can't think correctly even when their own experiments blatantly fail they still cling to their left-wing ideology because to do otherwise would mean that they're mean like conservatives are mean we're not mean that's your first problem idiots We're just right. What we tell you is correct. Do you understand? We're correct and you're wrong. And that's it. Accept it and move on. Learn from your mistakes, you doofus. A whole world of eye marching along, repeating their mistakes over and over and expecting different results. Oh, gee me crickets. There's not enough time in the world for me to talk about all the stupidity that progressives do from the Washington examiner. Again, North Korean dictator Kim Jong-un has been purging the officials that took part in the Hanoi summit in January. The summit abruptly finished early with no agreement between North Korea, and the United States. Blaming the officials for the failed summit, North Korea executed Kim hyuk Cho, the special envoy to the United States, and foreign ministry officials who carried out the working-level negotiations for the meeting in February, according to Reuters. See, they try to say that Trump's just like Kim Jong-un. He's just a dictator like Kim Jong-un. If he was just a Kim dictator like Kim Jong-un, Pelosi and her ilk would be executed by now. Never buy into the rhetoric of progressives. The regime accused them of spying for the United States. Kim Yong Chol, who was Secretary of State Mike Pompeo's counterpart for the meeting, was sent to a labor camp. Shin Hye-young the interpreter for Kim Jong un was also sent to a camp for political prisoners for undermining the North Korean leader. The news comes after Trump repeated criticism of former Vice President Joe Biden from Kim Jong un while visiting Japan during the Memorial Day weekend. North Korea fired off some small weapons which disturbed some of my people and others, but not me. I have confidence that Chairman Kim will keep his promise to me, and also smiled when he called Swamp Man Joe Biden a low IQ individual, and worse. Perhaps that's sending me a signal, he tweeted. He later tweeted he was standing up for Sleepy Joe Biden. Poor Joe Palooka Biden. Couldn't keep his hands up. Keep your hands up, Joe. Keep your hands up. Look, if you buy into any crap coming out of the Democrats' mouth about about Trump, you're an idiot. And there's no talking to you. You're just beyond any hope. You have Trump derangement syndrome, which is an actual real thing, and I can't talk to you. If you can't see all the wondrous things Trump has done for this country, you're a moron.
4: This, what got me, to me, about the news behind this news, is that they're accusing Donald Trump of being like this I already covered it. It's like, you gotta I I know, I don't care. I wanna say it. Don't leave the room. I just want to say, My God, Brian
3: I don't care the the rhetoric they use is ridiculous, and anyone that buys into it is a moron you're or 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 to better quantify you, you are a useful idiot. I don't care if you call yourself a conservative. I've had people call themselves constitutional conservatives that are never trumpers. You're not a constitutional conservative. Sorry. And you're a useful idiot on top of it. This man has literally saved our country. If Hitler got elected, it would have been all over, bud. Oh, but no. It would have been better if... Uh, what's that guy's name? The senator that everybody wanted? I can't remember his name anymore. ho. Oh. The Romney? One, no, the Romney. one everybody wanted in the conservative Ted so. Cruz? Ted Cruz. Even Ted Cruz came out and said he could not have accomplished what Trump has accomplished as president of the United States. Ted Cruz said it. He could not have done it and had thrown his support fully behind the Trump administration, D- Donald Trump. Fully behind him. Your boy, never Trumpers, said he could not have done it. And accomplished what Trump has already accomplished. And that was months and months and months and months and months ago. It's, and so he would not have done a better job than Trump. There you go. He said it himself.
4: It's amazing that we even know that that happened. You know who released it? Who released what? About uh, Kim jong Um The South Korean newspaper gave it to Breitbart. I mean, not Breitbart, whoever they did. Yeah, South Korea leaked it to our news organizations. So what? How the hell did South Korea find out?
3: They live right next door.
4: That means that there's they, they got peoples inside.
3: No, they don't. Nobody was hiding anything. Again, public. Th- th- he does things publicly that he wants to do publicly.
4: I mean, this is literally off with your head.
3: Yeah, that's just, That's how he works. That's how dictators work. The real dictators. Not Donald Trump. You're fired. Doesn't quite equate to off, off with, with your head, head not, does it? <laughs>
4: no, it doesn't. Oh,
3: well, well, these people, it does. Everything has to be 10 million times to the nth power that Donald Trump does.
4: Especially the news outlets.
3: Yeah, because they're trying to save their backsides. They've already been shown... The American people have already been shown anyone with a brain that these people are totally in the tank for the Democrats. It's over. Anyone that pays attention knows it. Everybody that doesn't is a lost cause.
4: Yeah, but I don't understand why they're still in business.
3: Because there's too many lost causes.
4: I mean, give me a break.
3: Again, almost half the population under Obamacus was on the dole, mean mean living off the government. If you're living off the government, you're not going to vote for people that are going to reduce the government and people that are living off the government. Get it? Guaranteed votes. Unfortunately for them, a portion of those people aren't guaranteed votes because you get a conservative that ends up stuck on, on the dole Yeah, he may be stuck on the dole, but he doesn't like it, or she doesn't like it, and they're not going to vote for more of it, or to keep it. They're still going to vote for a government that'll help them get a job and get off it, thankfully. So the percentages don't really work out, and that's how Donald Trump got elected. If if it wasn't absolute, Donald Trump would have lost. And so would they in local elections would have lost.
4: You do realize that he is doing more, and we've talked about this before, for our foreign affairs while trying to get our affairs here in the United States taken care of at the same damn time.
3: That's no big deal. The the thing you have to understand is conservatives are God, country, family. They don't vote for government dole. Even if they're on it, even if they're using food stamps, they're not going to vote to stay on food stamps. They're going to vote to get off it. They're going to vote for a government that'll provide them with opportunities to get off it. You understand? That's the difference. There's a percentage of that percentage that isn't going to vote for the government, isn't going to vote for more government dole, isn't going to vote to stay on the dole. That's what the Democrats don't get. They don't understand the American people. Yes, the large portion of people of that, about 50%, are going to vote to stay on it. Like, Indians come to mind. Yes, our, you call them Native Americans. They weren't actually native to this country they came here just like us uh they came out and said it i i don't even like the democrats but i have to vote democrat because i want to keep my check there you have it native americans get the vote did you know that
4: no i did not know that
3: i did it was amazing i thought they were their own nation what are they doing voting in our country yeah they get a check every month from the government if they're on the res, so how come they get to vote in our government in our country they're they live in their own country they shouldn't vote in our country, but they do, and they vote to keep their check, just like people on welfare vote to keep their check
4: you know and but
3: not everybody, like I said, the conservatives that were forced onto public assistance, they're not going to vote for that. And that's how, that's how the Democrats don't understand the calculus of the election. That's why it freaks them out. I don't understand. We've got 49% of the people on the government. Why aren't 49% guaranteed votes? That's why, because there's a lot of Americans that still don't buy into this. I didn't want to live off the government crap. That's Why? So don't lose hope about those numbers. I hear conservatives doing that all the time. That number is not an absolute. Understand that. Well, I'm- it's important. I'm- nobody else has ever said this. I've never heard another talk talk shows ever said this. This is not the first time I've said this. It's not the last time I'm going to say this because nobody else is saying this. It's important. You lose hope when you hear, well, what's going to happen when 52% of Americans are on the dole? That's it. We're gone. We're toast. I hear that all the time. No, we're not. Because a percentage of that is not going to vote to stay on the dole. They want off it. Remember it. Burn it into your head. That number is not an absolute. Don't don't listen to don't listen to the skies falling, people out there.
4: Well, the newest thing that they're bringing out, Brian, is the millennial vote. I've heard that on the talk shows. They're saying that's the not millenni- absolute
3: either, and they're also not a wash. Although I got to tell you, by looking at the demographics of my show, for a while a lot of millennials were well listening to it, and then they disappeared. That was a little disheartening because. I don't believe they're a lost cause. they can be educated they can be taught they can learn, but I gotta tell you it's it's a rough deal because they've been brainwashed, and they don't have all these microaggression things so and, coming on this show man bah <coughs> goodbye
8: <laughs> give me my furry kitty i'm
3: i'm- I, for those people i'm like I'm like Satan or so it's like holy crap everything that comes out of my mouth is politically incorrect they're just like oh my god yeah they run for their they run for their happy space when the little suck suck on their thumb with a little comfy blanket uh yeah i, I watched the Demo- i watched it happen i had a bunch of millennial age group and then suddenly they were gone they don't like to hear negative things about themselves they at don't all. like
4: to hear negative things about anything Any, Anything
3: they care about or anything. Yeah, but you know, I was sad because I was really looking at that. Go, wow, there's some hope. Look at all these. Look at all these millennials listening to the show. Yeah, well, uh, that went away. Well, uh, and- but there, I still think there, there are millennials. I hear them out there that are doing the right thing. That are financially responsible. Uh, they're, they're they work hard. They they paying off their mortgages. They're paying off their debts. They're they're doing all the right things. They're the minority, but they're, they're out there, and that's that's hope. And hope the, the bad thing is they can't they can't even talk to the other No, they
4: can't. And I've had people, I've heard people call in, millennials call in, and say that they can't even discuss anything right. with their own age
3: group. So do you think they're going to listen to this old fart?
4: You know, and that's a dif- that's a good point to bring up because our generation at least we had we were talking around the the kitchen table with our parents about things well, you know what i mean
3: i i don't know about it. my i i i have a really i really don't have a positive thing about my generation at all very i had a very negative feeling about my generation i called it the do nothing generation uh but i had a healthy respect for my elders i always
4: we would listen to them and what they were talking about.
3: But I always wanted to listen to everybody that had more knowledge than me about anything. As a matter of fact, this, I still remember this one friend of mine. He knew a lot about a lot of things that I wanted to know about. And so, and we spent a lot of time together. And he, it, I would just. Suck. I would just let him talk and talk and, talk and 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 talk, and at one point he's like, you know, and I'd ask him questions about this, that, and the other thing. And at one point he just went, "Man, it's like you're sucking my brain dry." And I just looked at him and smirked. It's not like I was. I was. I wanted to know everything everybody else knew.
4: Yeah, you're you're definitely unusual.
3: <laughs> and when i could no longer learn from people the internet came along
5: oh.
3: and then i could look the up. Hell
5: was that? i could
3: look up everything <laughs> the hell was that? it was my my gorder getting in the way of my voice <laughs> um i could look up everything if i have a question i go to this day if i have a question about anything i write to the computer i can look up everything i mean it sucked because before I always have questions. Always in my life. It, it jumps into my head. But before the internet, I had no way of finding this out but to go to the library. It, it's you have to drive to the library, you can look things up. It's, it's time consuming. And so it's not it's so you it, mostly I didn't do it. Unless I knew I'd ask somebody I knew if they knew about it, you know, that's the way I, I had to do it. But now I just hop on the computer man and bing bam boom, it's right there at my fingertips. I can learn about anything. It's amazing. I, I can't. I don't understand why more people don't use it except to play games and, and, you know, porn. Are you kidding me? All that knowledge. You have no questions about anything? It's a big universe out there. There's nothing but questions. How could you not daily have questions to answer? I, I to this day, I, I I'm what fifty seven now. I I have no. I still have questions every day. I have less questions than I did thirty years ago, obviously because I've answered a ton of them. But I still have questions, and I know the minute I stop learning, I'm going to die. So, what are you doing with your free time? Stop watching porn. Stop. Start learning something. It doesn't matter if it's something you're going to make money at or blah 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 and all this kind of nonsense. It's it's just learn for your own self. I learn stuff just because I want to learn stuff. I'm not doing anything with it. I don't learn it to impress people. I don't give a crap about that. (laughs) I learn it because I want to know it. You should just want to know things. I want to become the generation I want to know things again. That's what our founding fathers were like. They ate knowledge. They read every book they could find. They went to college just to go to college. They became lawyers. They went to law school just to go to law school. They weren't lawyers. They didn't want to be a lawyer, but they wanted to understand the law. So they they went to law school. They went, studied law. They weren't lawyers. They had no interest in becoming lawyers. It was knowledge it was knowledge they could learn and so they learned it for the sake of learning we need to do that again we need to, that's why i encourage homeschooling that's what homeschooling teaches the sake of learning for the sake of learning just just to learn for no other purpose no test no achievement no pats on the back learning for the sake of learning we need to be those people again. And if we are, we will be the greatest nation on earth again. And you know what? People out there from other countries, the whole world will be greater if we all become those people again. If you don't have to be in America, you could be in France as fuck, as as completely screwed up as France is. Uh, if, if enough French, pe- French people become those people you will learn enough to overthrow that crappy government and replace it with something that works because you will learn you will educate yourself into a government that you want and you know that that's not the government you want this is not the this, the government is not providing the life you want and it's not working for the people and enough of you will learn and then you will replace it with something that works and this works all across the globe it's not just about America the internet is everywhere everybody can learn learn with that we're going to go to a break young radio show you stay tuned cause we'll be right back <music>
5: Socialists, you will be assimilated.
2: Your individual liberties, personal freedoms, and mental individuality will be added to our own. Resistance
6: is futile. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. I don't think so. Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 855-219-7934. 855-219-7934. That's
1: 800-378-3715. Attention business owners. We know that owning a business means getting things done right now. So if your right now list includes a new building, call the right now company. General Steel. We can design a building for your business quickly and save you thousands of dollars. That's right, thousands. You may think General Steel only builds large projects or that you can't afford General Steel quality. Well, check these prices. How about a 40 by 60 foot building for under $22,000 or even a 50 by 100 for under $35,000? That's right, a 5,000 square foot building for under $35,000. And these buildings all have General Steel quality. Best of all, you can still order a building and have it delivered in time to build this year. How's that for right now so if your right now list includes a new building call the right
6: now company general steel 800-917-8251 800-917-8251 800-917-8251 that's 800-917-8251
2: Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words your profits in less than 10 minutes a day and if you call right now you can test drive our amazing vector vest system risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95 800-958-0341 800-958-0341 800-958-0341
6: that's 800-958-0341
3: Back to the Cooperative Radio Show. Hour half of three. Of course, that means we're in the power stretch. For Breitbart, Nevada Governor Steve Sisolak, Demon grad, on Thursday voted a bill which would have pledged. What did I say? It's voted. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on a second. I'm not... My eyes aren't actually focusing. <laughs> sorry. Uh. <clears throat> okay, on Thursday... No, still not. Okay, here you go. On Thursday, vetoed a bill which would have pledged the state's six electoral votes to the winner of the popular vote for President of the United States. And this is just... This is just undermining states' rights yep. for a popular vote yep. that will try and turn us into a democracy. Yep. Democracy is two wolves sitting around voting on who, two wolves and a sheep, sitting around voting on who, what to have for dinner. And by the way, our founding fathers considered the democracy, mob rules, and the worst
4: form, of, form government. of
3: government mm-hmm. that could ever be considered
4: now why did a demon what's the news behind a demon because they're us?
3: commies they're socialists no
4: no he vetoed it he's a demon and he vetoed it
3: i don't know why he vetoed it you'd have to ask him i'm sure his fellow colleagues weren't happy with him
4: yeah he's a demon he vetoed it
3: you know that's the problem with uh democrats, they're they're not predictable some are they just party line voters. But some of them are just I well, don't you know when you get to local politics it gets weird. Probably because if he did he'd never he'd be never be reelected in Nevada ever again for anything. Maybe that's part of it. I don't know. Anyway, again, other states have, and this is BS. Again, it's Moving away from the Constitution. There's not much left to the Republic as it is. The Electoral College is about it. And that's why they're doing this. They're ending the Constitution. Look, they're pushing for a revolution, if, whether they know it or not. I don't know that they know they're doing it. Maybe they do know they're doing it. I, I don't know that they know they're doing it. They may be just that stupid. I don't know. But they can only push people so far. And they've already pushed many of us to the limit. Take it to the limit one more time. Don't do it. Anyway, I'm telling you now, they keep pushing this. There's a powder keg with a short fuse ready to go off. It's just a fact. I'm not asking for anything. I don't want it to happen. I want to take a country back from the ground up by taking our local governments and states back. It's going to take time. Take our churches back. Take our family unit back. I want this all to happen. The least bloody way to do this. But they're unhappy because they didn't get... What they wanted in the last election, which was the end, the final nail in the coffin for the constitutional republic, no more talk about the Constitution, screw it, we're in charge now, it's over. So they're trying everything they can in every way to come at it in different ways, and this is one of the ways. You keep pushing. There are real patriots in this country are not going to take it. They're going to rise up, and it's going to be a violent, bloody revolution. I do not want another civil war. Nobody should want another civil war. You guys that think it's cool, it's, all oh, we're going to rise up. It's to this is the worst thing that can ever happen. Brother versus brother. Oh, goodness. So we... Um, I see we dropped (laughs) we dropped and came back up okay sorry if you missed some of that anyway we don't want another civil war a revolution is not going to be it's a civil war it's brother against brother father against son son against father neighbor against neighbor this is it, it is not it's not good it's the it's the one thing in the Patriots I thought they they expressed well. This is not something, this is not something you want to do. It has to be an absolute last resort, and my plan is viable, but it's a long term option. If they push things in the short term and people go off, there's nothing that can be done. And unfortunately, it seems like they're willing to push for that. I don't know if they're too stupid to know they're pushing for it, and that that can actually happen, or that they want it to happen. I don't know. I think, frankly, I think they're a bunch of idiots. So I, I think they're too stupid. I think they they think they can peacefully steal steal the rest of power from us and take us over and make us all serfs, and we'll quietly go with into our little camps where they send us. I don't know. I don't think so because I, I remember they up ammoed every bureaucracy up there and it, Donald Trump should have dumped the ammo back into the market so that it made all our ammo cheap so we could all stock up uh, and uh, and disarm all the federal bureaucracies that aren't even law enforcement that shouldn't have weapons. And ammo. I don't know that he even knows about it. I, I just don't. I, you know, it's a billion things. I should write a list of things the president needs to know. <sighs> Assembly Bill 186, which recently passed the Senate on a 12-8 to 8 vote, would have seen Nevada join the 14 other states in an agreement to vote for the winner of the popular vote. The assembly have voted in favor of the measure twenty three seventeen. So fourteen states have now said they're going to give the popular vote there. So I don't know how this next election, presidential election, is going to work. Fourteen states are giving uh, their electoral votes to the popular vote against how it's supposed to work. So I don't know how this is going to work for Trump. I, I the, the they're already undermining. The last pinnings of the republic. The last underpinnings of the republic. 14 states.
4: I know, it's a very sad time, bro.
3: This is not going to go well, ladies and gentlemen. This is going to be very, this is not going to be just about a vote. This is, I'm telling you, this is going to turn into, into a, a civil war. Yep. Not a No, not a revolution. A civil war. A civil war. A civil war.
4: Well, the revolution was a civil war.
3: <laughs> well, technically, yes, because yes. we were all British.
4: Yes. It was. It was a and it was also actually a I mean, world war. It depends war. how
3: you define it. It's a revolution and a civil war. It's both. Uh sort of like was the French Revolution a civil war? Yeah, of course it was. And a revolution. And, but unlike our revolution because our revolution wasn't ugly and bloody like the French Revolution because we had God. We no longer have God. No that means it's going to be like the french revolution and that's just bad really really bad it's going to be bloody disgusting violent criminal come on think think about all the people in every blackout you've ever seen what well, how do they behave
4: any kind and of yes,
3: nat- and yes, it's people of color. I will say that.
4: Any natural disaster, good lord. Yeah,
3: but you don't see white people uh, raiding Walmart, right? Well, who do you see? Black people, right? And brown- now we brown people. And
4: now we have tons of illegal aliens, a bazillion right. of them. What
3: we have is what what would be called in the mil- we call in the military a target rich environment.
4: You don't think that the, all these brown people that we're letting in here are going to turn and slaughter I us? I
3: said a target rich environment. I know
4: what you said. They're not going to
3: slaughter me. I'm going to slaughter people without guns and ammo. I'm going to slaughter them. Hence the term target rich environment. And I got plenty of ammo. Enough that when I'm when I'm done with the first conflict, I got plenty of weapons and ammo to pick up off the field too. Uh, always remember that. There's always, always pick up. Always go out and pick up the <laughs> enemy's weapons.
4: I know. I don't. I I know. I'm laughing, but it's it is funny because when we watch TV and I see you know conflicts like that and you know people running away from other people or they shoot them dead, I'm always like, pick up their gun, pick up their gun. I would have so many guns on me and knives and stuff from everybody I killed.
3: Pick up their everything.
4: (laughs) He taught me that.
3: Boots, clothing, gear, everything. Ammo, knives, weapons. Water. Store it all, even if you don't need it. Sooner or later, someone will come along that needs your help and needs stuff. You'll have boots, clothes, gear, ammo, weapons, See? See how that works? There's no such thing as a resource that can't be used. Always gather your resources and store them for the future. Trust me, you'll need it. You're not going to be going to the store to buy anymore. Anyway, hopefully, we're, my plan avoids this. It takes time, though doesn't seem like the Democrats want to take time.
4: No, they're fast-tracking.
3: We'll see if they back off or whatever. I don't know what's going to happen. It depends on how they react. Antifa, I keep telling you people that go to these marches in the big city, you're disarmed. Don't be disarmed. Don't be disarmed. Antifa's not disarmed. Why should you be? Hell, take a stun gun with you. Shock them. They get in your face. Drop them. That's a non-lethal form of self-protection. And remember, when the cops are involved, the only thing you say is, "I'm in fear for my. I was in fear for my life." Attorney. Back to the story from Broad Assembly Bill one eighty six, which recently passed the Senate a twelve to eight vote, would have seen Nevada join fourteen other states in an agreement to vote for the winner of the popular vote. The Assembly had voted in favor of the measure twenty three to seventeen, which means they want to be a full blown democracy. They want to be in charge. Which, no. They just want a full blown democracy with the the popular, the majority of the country rules. All right, all you protected classes out there, let me explain how this works. They don't seem to understand it since they care about you, homos and stuff. Let me explain it. The rest of us that aren't of your minority classes out there, we decide what happens. Guess what? You lose. Once effective, the National Popular Vote Interstate Compact could diminish the role of smaller states like Nevada in national electoral contests and force Nevada's electors to side with whoever wins the nationwide popular vote, rather than the candidates Nevadans choose. A statement via Sisolak reads, I recognize that many of my fellow Nevadans may disagree on this point, and I appreciate the legislators' thoughtful consideration of this important issue. No, it isn't. It's not an important issue. You're a moron. As Nevada's governor, I'm ob- obligated to make such decisions according to my own conscience. In cases like this where Nevada's interests could diverge from the interests of large states i will always stand up for nevada
4: okay this is really strange he's a democrat
3: yeah but he, no he needs to get reelected earlier this year colorado delaware and new mexico signed laws joining this compact while oregon and maine are mulling bills of their own had sisleg signed the measure the group would have a total of 195 votes
4: okay is this constitutional states could, get together and do they can do
3: whatever they like there's no nothing binding electors to vote anyway they can decide to break when they're at convention and vote any way they like um
4: that's why this is so dangerous
3: It's extremely dangerous because it it this is a pure democracy that's that means the majority which means the big states control the country. That means places like California. New, New York, California, and Illinois. The three big progressive states would have the biggest say in what happens in the country. Is that really what you want? The populous. You want the most populous places with the biggest cities to decide what happens, how the country is run, really? And so the rest of us is we're, we're serfs. We might as well not even vote. We might as well just do, do whatever they we're say. We're slaves. Or, you know, we're slaves to the rest of them, you bet. And we're going to suck up all their progressive bullcrap, too. Several White House hopefuls, including South Bend Mayor Pete Buddy Goo. I'm going to call him Butt Goo. Pete Butt Goo, because, you know, he's got to put Butt Goo in his butt because he's a homosexual. Democrat and Senator Elizabeth Pocahontas Warren, Democrat Max, Taxachusetts, have voiced support for limiting electoral college. Of course you have, because you're a prag. You don't like the Constitution. You don't like non majority rule, you don't like anything to do with the Constitution. You're a bunch of commies. They hate Have voice support for eliminating that. However, supporters of the national popular vote Institute, compact believe their strategy is more pragmatic than passing a constitutional amendment. Of course amendment. they do! Breitbart News senior editor Joel Pollack wrote of the measure... Under a national popular vote system, it would be possible for Nevada or one of the other swing states to vote for the candidate who lost the national popular vote only to see its electoral college votes awarded to the winner of the national popular vote. In a close election, that could elect a president against the will of Nevada voters who otherwise would have lost the election under the present system. Moreover, the national popular vote would critics say reward candidates for concentrating their time and resources on the most densely populated parts of the country it would also create an incentive for fraud in the jurisdictions most susceptible to it california with its new system of quote-unquote ballot harvesting in which unregistered activists May deliver an unlimited number of mail in ballots would be a prime candidate as rival campaigns competed to stuff ballot boxes. The national popular vote idea gained popularity among Democrats after the 2016 presidential election when Republican Demon. Uh, when Republican Donald Trump won presidency despite losing the popular vote, though he won it outside California. In other words, he won the popular vote everywhere but in California.
4: Right, he did.
3: Now, how much much corruption is in the vote in in California? California? Yeah, a ton. Though the initiative was... Upstream, National Popular Vote President Barry Fatem concedes it is unlikely they will hit 270 votes by the 2020 election. I think people are just really tired of the system. That means every vote does not count. Every vote counts in your state for electing your electors for your state.
4: If you're not illegal.
3: Every vote counts, even if you are illegal, by the way, in your state for electing your electors for electing the president. Every vote counts. I don't know why this is such a difficult thing for people to understand. Every vote counts, and it counts more in smaller states than it would if it was a popular vote. In a popular vote, your vote counts less in your small states because you're washed out by the large numbers in bigger states. Understand?
4: You know, this was a really huge deal when the Constitution was being written. It wasn't
3: that big a deal. People understood it pretty well. The big states hated it.
4: That's what I'm saying.
3: But they agreed to it because... Well, they debated different things, and there was this the smaller states were not going to go with changing anything to go outside the AOC because, in the Articles of Confederation, every state had one vote. Whether it was Montana with nothing, well, back then there wasn't a Montana, but I'm just saying. There were small states like Rhode Island that had no population that had a vote, and there were big states like New York that had lots of population that had one vote. Under the Articles of Confederation, every state had one vote. So this was a big deal, because the big states had to give up power to the small states.
4: You know, we should have just kept it at one vote for each damn state, no?
3: Didn't work. Rhode Island just said no to everything.
4: Well, and that's the other reason why they did the uh, the rule for the slaves. was Look, the whole reason
3: that. the AOCs had to go is because it didn't work. Because... Every time the foreign government tried to make trade agreements with foreign countries, it couldn't get passed. It couldn't get a vote that would pass. Ever.
4: Every time the state we became,
3: struck. We became a laughingstock. We became a literal laughingstock in the world. You've been told, you, you'll find on the internet people that say the AOCs was stolen from us. Oh my God. We should go back to it. It was stolen from us. It was, should never have happened. Is the league a bob? Wrong. The states themselves sent delegates to fix it because it was broken. It didn't work for the states, big or small. It just didn't work. It wasn't working, it wasn't ever going to work, and it had to be fixed. You understand? And then it wasn't stolen because all the states had to have, it had to be, the Constitution had to be ratified by the states, and they decided to have the people in the states vote on it to see if the state would vote to ratify it or not.
4: Yeah, but you know what? We've gone back to that crap because our states are now negotiating with foreign powers, Brian.
3: That's unconstitutional. It's right in the Constitution. They're not allowed to do it.
4: But they are.
3: But they're not allowed. It's illegal.
4: But no one's holding them accountable. Who's
3: supposed to hold them accountable?
4: The federal government. Nope.
3: We the people. Again, without we the people understanding the Constitution, we can't enforce it. We are supposed to enforce it. Nobody else. We don't. We have it. That's why we are where we are. Until we are educated as a populace, we will never get back to it because it requires it. And with that, I'm out of time. It's a cooperative radio show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner from uncooperativeblogger.com. You're listening to uncooperativeradio.com. And say goodnight, Susan.
4: Good night, Susan.
3: And we're
4: out of here.